audiosnow.com presents Tales of Intriguement. This time, the original short story of Error 3709, read by Ariel Hicks and written by Josh Virila. Happy listening. Dr. Elaine Williams had spent years working at the Newton's Lab Dark Matter Generator Project a high-stress job she'd recently taken over as lead physicist after the former project head abruptly and unprofessionally ghosted out with neither a formal resignation or word. Assumingly, he had snapped under the pressure and had not been seen since his last day at the lab, about a month ago. Thankfully, before disappearing, he had just gotten the lab's AI up and running, providing a much-needed interface for all involved with interpreting complicated data. Elaine was happy for the opportunity to be in charge now. She was overall responsible for running the experiments that would ultimately, hopefully, create a small portion of the mysterious and elusive substance known as dark matter. Today, alone in the lab, she was focused on diagnosing and fixing an error that had shut down the program for weeks. Computer, run diagnostic check on the dark matter generator free electron laser said Elaine. The AI computer acknowledged the command. Investigating data, stated the computer. Elaine poured over sheets of numbers and code while the computer scanned the sensitive equipment for what seemed like the hundredth time. Scan complete. Error 3709, said the computer. Error 3709? repeated a frustrated Elaine. What does that even mean? Elaine walked over to the keyboard and typed in the error code. Nothing, she said. Computer, what is error code 3709? The computer responded almost immediately. Error 3709, not found, said the machine. Elaine had been at this problem for hours. The same code had been repeated time and time again. Neither her, anyone on her team, or the computer engineers knew what this particular code meant. Undeterred, however, Elaine decided it was time to roll up her sleeves. <sighs> well, it looks like I'm going to have to put on my engineer hat and lift the hood, she said out loud. Elaine put in some earbuds on her favorite playlist as she anticipated being in clean mode for several hours. She donned a clean room suit that was specifically made to keep contamination to a minimum. Dust particles, hair, and other contaminants could wreak havoc on the carefully balanced system of magnets, lasers, and semiconductors. Computer, open stream chamber door. The computer AI complied. Safety unlocked. Chamber door is now open. Elaine opened the ceiling door and walked into the room with her specialized garment and set of tools, then diligently closed the door behind her. She began to examine the precise equipment housed inside the sterile environment. Particularly, she was curious to any minute damage or obstructions that may hinder the accelerator's ability to smash particles at high rates of speed. The hope was that getting the equipment up and running may lead to the actual creation of dark matter. And of course, 
a Nobel Prize. The time unnoticeably passed for Elaine as she zoned out to her music while she inspected. She focused in on each tiny detail of the equipment, with magnifying glasses and fine small brushes, carefully investigating every inch of metal and wires. Error 3709 remedied, stated the computer. Sequence 4, continue. Elaine was unable to hear this as her music drowned out any noise. She also did not notice the activation light in the chamber. The dark matter generator hummed as sequence 4 began to run. Unbeknownst to Elaine, sequence 4 was never officially shut off, only paused due to error 3709. The computer, with the safety now disengaged, picked up where the experiments had last left off. Elaine felt funny. The hairs on her arm started to stand up as the electricity and magnets engaged. She looked up and finally noticed the activation lights on. Puzzled, she hastily turned around and reached for the chamber door as her heartbeat quickened. A ball of fear swiftly grew from deep inside her. This was not a place for a person to be. The unmistakable moan of the electron laser erupted as it fired a beam into the accelerator, and within a fraction of a second, a highly charged particle slammed into Elaine's head, and in her eyes, the world went white with the brightness of a thousand suns. She fell to the ground and lost consciousness instantaneously. Several minutes later, Elaine opened her eyes. Her vision was blurry at first, but she could make out that she was on her back and staring up at the ceiling of the chamber. She gasped as she sprung to her feet, realizing that she needed to get out of the chamber. Stumbling, she managed to open the chamber door. She had a splitting headache and began to panic as she slowly removed her suit. Unable to think clearly, she had to concentrate very hard for even this simplest of tasks. Elaine shook as she processed what had just happened. Reaching for the back of her skull, she touched her head to feel for any damage. Ow. She could sense only a small area that felt like a burn. A noticeable grimace crossed her face as she winced in pain as her fingers explored the wound. With foggy eyes, Elaine struggled to recognize her surroundings. She looked at a monitor near to where she was sitting. Her eyes were still blurry, and she could barely make out letters and colors. Computer, read results at station two. She asked. No, results at station two, said the computer. Elaine tried to gather herself as she wasn't feeling well. Her hands lurched over the desk surface and knocked off an Albert Einstein bobblehead, a familiar office novelty toy. Even with her blurry vision, she recognized it. Ah, uh, of course not. This is Nick's desk, she muttered in slight pain. Computer, read results at station seven, she asked again, laboriously. Dark matter detected, the computer voiced. Elaine started to feel excited, and her breathing became more erratic. This is wonderful, stammered a dazed Elaine. She became lightheaded and searched the desktop for a phone. She blinked several times as her vision appeared to be coming back. She now realized she may need some medical attention, 
Gathering herself, she reached for the phone. Her hand grasped the receiver, only to pass through it. What the? Elaine said, mystified. She looked at her hand, and it appeared to dematerialize briefly. Bringing her fingers in front of her face, she hesitated, then counted her fingers. I must be hallucinating, she said. A strange vibration ran down her arm. Is this a heart attack? She asked. The extraordinary sensation tingled her fist. Then as she watched, her hand dissipated in front of her eyes again. Elaine felt nauseous and dizzy. Computer, call. Elaine paused as she tried to compose herself. She held her arm at the elbow as her hand popped back into her sight. Then, as quickly as it appeared, it disappeared again. Slowly, her entire arm started to fade away as well. The invisibility traveled up her arm, consuming more of her body. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that, stated the computer. Elaine screamed in horror as her body gradually dissolved. Frightened, she called out, Computer! Computer! Elaine's desperate cry echoed as her physical particles turned into dark matter. Her body was imperceptible as she had been converted into a new mysterious mass. Unable to interact with much of the physical world, she was now only affected by the Earth's gravity. Elaine's particles began to drift as the gravity trapped and forced her fragments into a perpetual orbit around Earth's core. The cluster of dark matter that was once Elaine sped around the planet at about 6,700 miles per hour. Days after the event, her co-workers were perplexed by Elaine's disappearance and assumed, like her predecessor, stress had gotten to her as well. Equally confusing were the recorded results of the computer's positive results. Has anyone heard from Elaine in the past week? asked Nick. His colleagues just shook their heads negatively. Error 3709 stated the computer. Computer, what is error code 3709? Nick asked. The computer responded almost immediately. Error 3709, not found, said the machine. Can we get an engineer in here to fix this computer? Asked a frustrated Nick. I swear, every 88 minutes. Like clockwork. This has been a presentation of Audiosnow.com's Tales of Intriguement. The original story of Error 3709, read by Ariel Hicks and written by Josh Virila. Copyright Audiosnow.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>